All right, so I am going to try and do region four uh, by myself. <laughs> um, just some scheduling things, and we just never really got chance to um, chance to finish it. So we'll start off with the one sixteen matchup. We got Eugene the Guillotines, coached by Coach BPG three number three in the land, number sixty five strength of schedule, fourteen and four champions of conference thirty one regular season and conference attorney going up against the Chattanooga pain coached by coach UConn. Um, they're led by Michael Smith, their shooting guard, man, Michael Smith really scores a lot. And then Alan Faircloud, we all know him. He's amazing. He's great. So uh, just three games ago, Eugene was on the bubble. They're number 33 in the land. And uh, I guess they weren't on the bubble because they won their conference, but they were, that, that was kind of the seed they were looking at. They're looking at a seven to ten type seed, and they really came on strong at the end of the year. Uh, they ended up winning some really big games. They beat um, Olympia by forty by uh, thirty seven, and they beat Salt Lake City by forty one. Salt Lake City still ended up sneaking into the tournament, so good for them. Um, Chattanooga ended up winning conference nineteen tournament by upsetting Lexington by three, and then beating Des Moines in the uh, final by uh, four. So um, great job for them. Uh, yeah, great job for them. It's it, it seems like it'll be a good a good match. If you look at Eugene, Eugene is number ten in allowing um, allowing three pointers, and then number ten in rebounding margin. And then you look at Chattanooga, and they're number two in opposing three pointers. So they try, both teams try to limit the other team from uh, shooting threes and uh, yeah so we'll we'll see how that goes um, fair, fair close just so efficient uh, 55.9 45.6 from three 63.7 percent true shooting percentage um, Chattanooga relies heavily on uh, on their shooting guard um, Michael Smith and uh, David Fletcher so it's really going to be that, that, that's who they're going to need to come through. But, you know, they're 8-10. They've lost a lot of games. Um, they've played a decent schedule overall. It has been horrible, but they've lost a lot of games. But they got hot at the right time, and they made it. I think it's great they made the NTT, but, man, this team's tough. Uh, Eugene, and they're on a roll. So I'm going to go with them here. Uh, let's look at the next matchup. We have the Jackson 5, coached by Coach Plummer 5, going up against the Pensacola Thunder, the nine seed champion of Conference 12 versus the tournament champion of Conference 10. Uh, Bennett Michael is the their sophomore shooting guard, um, is a really good player for them, averaging almost 25 points per game. Their junior class, led by Jacob Adams, not Jake Adams, not to be confused with Jake Adams, and Omar Williams is just huge for them. Those guys are really good. Um, so those teams are going up. Jackson is the number um, 10 team in three points attempted. They're the number 10. Uh, so, yeah, um, they're the number uh, 18 in offensive rebounds and then the number 5 team in assists. And then you look at Pensacola, and they are the number 3 team in three points attempted the number 10 team in true shooting percentage. So both teams like to get a lot of threes up. Pensacola 
Um, they have their small forward, Isaiah Kindred, who is averaging 22.4 points a game. Christian Miller, 17.4 points a game. So they have a really good team. I really like Michael Baker, too, the senior um, center, 6'11", 12.3 points a game, 9.3 rebounds, 4.3 assists, 2 blocks. Great. I mean, he, he he's a stud, too. So they're really balanced. I like this matchup a lot. Jackson's definitely the more talented team. Um, and uh, Pensacola is coming off two losses to Tuscaloosa and New Orleans at the end of their at the end of their tournament. Um, so I'm interested to see what happens here. But um, but yeah, I, I mean I, I like Jackson, especially coming out of Conference Five. They have a I mean Conference Ten, tough conference. They play some really great great teams. They didn't have to play some of those great teams in the in the game but uh in the in their tournament but they made it so that's always good for them you know um i think it's going to be like who can slow the other team's best players down because so many players can score they both score pretty efficiently and score a lot of points uh shoot a lot of threes so um uh jackson holds their opponents to 30.2 percent from the three-point line Pensacola holds their opponents to 32.9%. So I think Jackson pulls out the victory here, um, but we'll see. Next up, we got the four seed Waterloo Woodchucks. Now, this team's one of the most talented teams in the league. They're, they're two years removed from uh, a championship um, team in the NTT. And then last year, they made the Elite Eight. Uh, you know, you got William Daniels, Jared Ingram, Lucas Cruz. Um, and then the other guys kind of fill in, you know, they got some good players there. Uh, Otto Canati, um, is a decent, uh, shooting guard there and, uh, Savion Lassiter. So they're going up against the Wilkes Bar Blazing Trails, coached by coach A.T. Uh, Athump, 1993, 69th, nice, um, rank, uh, 238 shrank the schedule. They didn't win conference three, but they won the tournament. So, and Jaden Cowell, their freshman center is their go-to man. And we'll see what happens. Um, he's not the most efficient necessarily, but he's not inefficient either. Um, they need him to have a big game. And I think he could have a big game versus this team, but there's so much firepower in Waterloo. I mean, you look at Waterloo, Waterloo is the number uh, 10 team in blocks. Uh, that's the only statistical category that they're top in. And then Wilkes Bar is not top 10 in any statistical category. There's just so much firepower on them. Um, fortunately, you know, Wilkes Bar can score. They, they have some scores on their team and their teams are, you know, set up very similar, but I think, I think Wilkes Bar has a little younger, um, a lot less experience. They, they, that they've went to two straight RTTs and a DTT. So this might be Athom's 1993's first NTT appearance. Um, I, I would guess it is. Um, yeah, definitely is. Um, the only NTTs were back in season nine, eight, six, and one. So uh, congrats for that. But you got a tough matchup. So I. Uh, It'll be tough to overcome that. Next up, the 5C, we got Riverside, the rain, coached by Coach A-Dog. Um, he's back in the NTT after a little bit of a hiatus. He's always had good teams, but, yeah, he's going up against Plainview, the butt sniffers, who makes the NTT pretty much every year. This year they won Conference 26, but did not win their um, did not win their uh, um, conference tournament. 
they're led by Brian Larson, uh, Cole Hockey, Gabriel Loveless. They have some they have some really good players. Riverside really relies on their small forward Samuel Hughes. You look at Riverside. Riverside is number three in free throws attempted, number three in turnovers, and then number nine in points. And then you look at the plain view. Um, they are number seven in free throws attempted, number four in true shooting percentage, number five in turnovers, and number five in points. So they mirror each other for sure. Plainview definitely plays a lot tougher of a schedule, so that gives them an edge there. Um, and Plainview's had fine time going through Conference 26. They usually do pretty well. Um, where they've struggled is their out-of-conference games. Uh and that makes sense. No one in their conference is ranked in the top 100. Um, so we'll see what, what happens. Um, they did beat um, Lansing and Mobile in the um, exhibition round, but they lost to um, Flagstaff and Duluth. Those are the only two NTT teams that were on their schedule. Other than, uh, other than I guess it's is it Shawnee, I think, or Topeka. I think it's Topeka made the uh, NTT so as a 15 seed by winning the conference so um, yeah they got their work cut out for them uh, Plainview's a really solid team and uh, you know uh, so two years ago that Plainview made the Elite Eight but in that they haven't won this this group has not won a NTT game so they have some guys that um, yeah, they have some experience. Their guards, their one through three in their lineup, are all battle tested. They've played a lot of games. Um, they've been in the NTT. This is their fourth time, so they know what it's like. Um, they have the talent, you know, but can they put it together? You know, that's that's the question. And so these teams are very similar in a lot of ways. Um, you know, I'm going to go with the upset here. I think Plainview can pull this one out. So let's move on to the. Uh, 215 matchup. We got the Seattle Rain Dogs, coached by Coach Jayco. Um, 14 and 4, 6, ranked 17 strength of schedule. Um, you got Matthew Taylor, Bradley Battle. Uh, they, man, bringing in Bradley Battle was huge, uh, huge for them. He's part of the 183 71 class. So, you know, he's, uh, <laughs> he's a pretty big cog in that team. Um, but that, just adding that to the sophomore class of running Eubanks and Taylor, the three, four class. And then you got senior Jonathan Castillo, who's probably uh, the headliner of that senior class. They have some talent there for sure. They're going up against the Cedar Crapage cheese eaters coached by coach Wiz. They um, 42, they won conference 17, but lost in the tournament in the final game uh, to Detroit by 11. So that's, that's kind of a, that's kind of a bitter loss, you know. They got Jaden Jackson, Jack Hirsch, uh, Dante Cruz. Um, Seattle just looks really solid. Seattle is the number 16 in points. Um, that's the only statistical category there in the top 10. And, and where it's Cedar Crapids, it's number three in a poking three points allowed and number four in steals. So they pride themselves on defense, but they're going to have to keep up with them. And, um, yeah, this, I mean, yeah, I think I think Seattle's got a really good shot here. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Seattle to move on here. Let's look at the next matchup, the seven ten matchup. We have the Duluth Bulldogs, coached by Coach Porter. 
Um, he got a large bid at number 27. Um, Karan Davis, the shooting guard, uh, is just incredible. Um, 60.7 true shooting percentage would be even better if you get those free throws up. But, you know, that's, those are just great, great numbers. Justin Miller, the junior, is kind of the guy anchoring everything together. Um, they're going up against a really tough team in Blacksburg. Blacksburg has a lot of talent. They got Hunter Prigg, Tyreek Fierro. Orlando Holmes, Emmanuel Green. Um, yeah, I, I like this matchup. Neither team, well, Blacksburg's kind of the team that plays a little easier schedule. They lost in their conference championship. Uh, Duluth plays a little tougher schedule. They have the talent, but can they put it all together? I know St. Paul, Paul's coach, Blue, would say they can't put it all together. They're, they're crap, but... You know, I, I really like their lineup. I think they have some solid players in there. Sean Smith, I think, is an underrated player. Um, they have all the talent, but can they win the games? And they've lost four this year. Um, uh, the first one was to Frankfurt by 12. There's no shame in that. They beat Aberdeen in Plainview. Um, in the other games in the PNTT, they lost to Fort Wayne by two. And they lost to Chicago by 17 and then lost again to Fort Wayne. So um, it's interesting. I'm, I'm trying to figure out, okay, what, what does Fort Wayne have? Fort, Fort Wayne's got their um, – Fort, Fort Wayne, what, what, made, what made them beat them, you know, twice? You know, they got Ryan Griffin and uh, Rowdy Handy. So those are the kind of guys that they rely on to um, score points. You look at Blacksburg, uh, Tyreek Firo and Hunter Craig playing the same positions – um, those are two of their of their players, um, but we'll see. Um, I think it's going to be a good game. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Duluth here. I, I like Duluth. I like their talent. Um, we'll see if they can put it together. Jefferson City, the three seed, we'll go to them. Um, they are a unique team. Now, Coach Bobby, I've talked to him. He, we have a group text that we, um, we talk, and we have all the Conference 15 coaches in there, and he was not expecting much out of this year. You know, he was he was down on his program. He started off one and four, you know, before beating Ann Arbor, who's a great team, and then just went on a roll before losing by one in the uh, conference championship. That was his first loss since game six or five. Um, so that that's kind of crazy. Uh yeah, Spangler had a shot to win it, but he couldn't make it. Um, and this team's on a roll. They got those two big men. They got the two seven-footers that just that they rely on that are really good. They just, yeah, they're solid players, great defenders. Uh, Elder and Joseph, they're seniors, and they're senior-led. Now, these guys, remember, made it to the Final Four as freshmen. Um, and then they made the NTT the next year. And then last year, they had a rough year. They um, they made to the RTT. Now, one of the switches that Bobby made was he inserted Alexander Spangler into the starting lineup. And since he's done that, these guys have been on a roll. Spangler's really taken to that starting role. He's shooting 52.9, 45 from three, and 83 from the free throw line. 66.8% true shooting percentage. If you go per 30, he's averaging 15, three. He, he, he turns it over a little bit, but that's okay. Matthew Hall, one conference player of the year, just efficient shooter. Um, I can play, get some decent steal numbers. Yeah, they're, they're a solid team. You look at Jefferson City, what they're number five in three points attempted and then number one in true shooting percentage. So you, you're going to be 
if you can if you if you can make a good true shooting percentage, you're going to be a tough team a tough team to beat. They're going up against the Sioux City Slickers, coached by Coach Andy Thirty One. Sioux City won their um, conference tourney um, and snuck in their number seventy nine with a one fifty nine strength schedule. Sioux City is the number ten team in steals, and that's the only statistical category they have. Um, you see that they really rely on their point guard. Colby Wilkin and Aaron Creek, um, you know, it's it's an interesting team, you know, uh, and, uh, you know, they're not relying on their big men to score that much, you know, Samuel uh, Figuerina, their power forward does a little bit, 11 points a game, but he's an undersized guy. I wonder if the height's going to really hurt them. I'm not sure, you know, but they they did win, they did win their conference tourney, Um but you know, anytime they played a team that was even even remotely good, they usually got blown out. So I don't see a way they're going to pull off this one, even though they're a good team. So I got Jefferson City. Let's look at the next one. We got Naples, the Crusaders, coached by Coach Templar. Um, yeah, they're led by uh, Kobe Lister um, and uh, Cameron Luckett. Two point six deals for Luckett. That's awesome. Uh, Sixteen and two, twenty two. Uh, 208 strength of schedule. They're going up against Twin Falls Knights. Twin Falls is 12 and 6. Um, they got in as an at-large seed. I think maybe the last at-large. Yeah, they were the last at-large seed. And they have uh, uh, Josu Savannah, so Nathaniel Estep. Um, and they really rely, you know, and then Michael Patterson. So Twin Falls is um, number... 10 in defensive free throws allowed, and number one in rebounding margin. And then you look at uh, Naples, and Naples is number five in defensive free throws allowed, number eight in opposing three points allowed, number 10 in steals, number three in fouls, and number two in points allowed. So they're just a defensive team. Um, so I, I mean, I like the defense here of Naples. They don't play the greatest schedule, but they have some guys and that can score. Um, they rely on them and they play great defense. They're huge. They have six, eight shooting guard, six, eight, um, small forward, six, 10, uh, power forward. And then a six, nine Walter Anders playing, uh, playing center. So I like them in this game. I think they can move on. I think they got what it takes. They've, they lost one game in their conference all year, and that was to uh, Starkville. They didn't play the best strength of schedule. They lost to Yuma in overtime. But, you know, a team has a lot of reps, and they've they've won a lot of games. So uh, I'm going to take them here. Looking at the bracket as a whole, um, okay, I have, uh, yeah, I have uh, Eugene taking down Jackson. Um, Waterloo taking down uh, Plainview. Um, Waterloo taking down Eugene to go to the Elite Eight. And I have uh, Seattle taking down Duluth. And then I have um, Naples actually taking down Jefferson City. And then Naples moving on to the Elite Eight and losing to Waterloo. Okay, so um, a couple players to watch. We're going to look at Jared Ingram. We're going to look at the two, the Twin Towers in Jefferson City. Um, we're going to, I mean, uh, we're going to look at Aaron, Alan Fairclough, um, Isaiah Kindred, 
Bennett Michael, um, Lucas Cruz, uh, yeah, I mentioned Alan Fairclough, uh, I mean, obviously, Michael Smith, he's averaging 31 points a game, that's, that's a lot of fun, um, there's some good players in here, so, uh, yeah, I'm picking Waterloo here, I think they're talented, and they won their conference tourney, so I think they are peaking at the right time, um, with that, I think I will move on and just mention my picks for the NT for the final four. So for the final four, I have Ann Arbor versus Frankfurt and Arlington versus Waterloo. Okay, I'm going to have Arlington taking down Waterloo and Frankfurt taking down Ann Arbor and Arlington cutting down the nets. Now, <laughs> that's that's a bold pick. Arlington's never never won a um, Arlington's never won an NTT game, but. Obviously, they're really good. You know, you, you look at that team and you can see, like, they have their seniors. And their seniors have went through. So, their freshman year, they made it to the PTT final. And they lost in that. And then their sophomore year, they lost in the first round. And then last year, they lost as a, they lost as a, uh, to a 16 seed. And then they just went off the next four games. So, you got Kevin Gilbert. You got... Mason Ransom, you have Antonio Jackson, all part of the 2-4 class. Those are their best players. Those are the players they're going to be relying on. Um, and, yeah, I just like their chances here. Um, I think I think this is a star-studded Final Four of those teams. Um, and Frankfurt's great, you know. Um, and and I could I could also see Frankfurt taking it down, too. You know, they – I. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised by that by any means, but um, but you know they both teams you know have are senior led you know they both have great senior classes, and I just yeah I think I I, I think Arlington's going to cut it down. So that's it for us. Um, hopefully you enjoyed this. Sorry if you got bored just listening to me talking. Um, <laughs> it's a little hard to do just a one person show but um happy to try so thank you guys so much you guys have a great day and good luck and the ntt